1: Do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
0: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember Angie's List is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to the Money Watch Podcast. It's Thursday, May 18th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions, maybe help you prioritize some of the different parts of your life and make sure that your money is matching up with your life goals. You know, I'm always convinced that the only reason to have money is to actually have opportunity. Really. It's not about anything else. Forget about power and all this. It's just opportunity to maybe do something different. If you would like some help in scouting out the different options that are available to you, Just give us a holler. Go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. When you fill out the form, you just check the little box that says, yes, I would very much like to come on the air with you live. Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. And you can also buy the book, The Great Money Reset. This is the book that was inspired by you guys. So uh, check it out. 10 bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity you can also subscribe to our new service it's called jill on money live this is a deal i gotta tell you 35 bucks access to quarterly live webinars and more special content gonna keep piling stuff back there and so if you shell out your 35 bucks you can check it all out all right that is for another moment, because right now we are going to talk to one of you. It is listener Mike, who's on the line from the Northeast. Hello, Mike. How are you? What can we do for you today? Hi, Jill. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Great. Beautiful afternoon where I am. I hope the weather's good by you and that the the sun is out in your financial life. You see how I did that? I just turned it over to the financial life.
1: <laughs> well, I certainly hope it is, Jill. That's why I'm speaking with you today. Excellent. So I'm calling because... uh I am a, I'm a CPA, as is my wife, and we're both out of public now, which is great. My wife has found a job that she really enjoys, working very reasonable hours with a, a stable company that's been around for a long time. I enjoy my job as well, but my hours are a bit uh, unmanageable, I'd say, at the moment. I'm hmm. working basically every day of the of the week, pretty much, and I'd Oof. like to think about moving to a different position and that might potentially come with a pay cut. So I'm just trying to see, are we on track for retirement? Can I afford to take a pay cut and just kind of
0: get a general temperature of where I'm at? You know, it's a funny thing about that work life balance because, you know, it really does depend. Like, is it the problem is that like you're working seven days a week or that you're just working so many hours or a little bit of both?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. It's mainly the hours. I mean, if I had to put in a couple hours every weekend, I really wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's that. And it's every night I'm putting in an hour or two as well. And I'm, I I kind of miss my family.
0: Yeah. I mean, imagine that. Shocking. You actually like your spouse and you have, a, it sounds like, a kid or two, right? So how old are you, Mike? I am 38. And how old is she? She
1: is still thirty seven.
0: I'd say thirty eight
1: because she's turning that in a few weeks. But uh, she'd kill me, so we'll go right. thirty seven. Thirty seven. We'll say thirties. She's
0: in her mid thirties. And you have kids? Yes, one kid. He's going to be six in a couple months. Okay, great. How much are each of you earning right now? So
1: she earns one hundred and five thousand. Mm-hmm. I have a base of one hundred twenty five thousand. I usually get an annual bonus anywhere between ten and twenty grand.
0: Okay, and you are both using retirement accounts through work.
1: We are. We both, uh, we're each contributing 10% to our 401k. My company matches another 2%. My wife gets uh, another 5% match.
0: Does she have good benefits? Like where are you getting your benefits from? Hers or yours?
1: Her company. She's got fantastic benefits. So our health insurance goes through her.
0: All right, good. So it sounds like on this current income, things are going pretty well. You guys managing, you have good cash flow.
1: Absolutely. I'd say after, even after... You know everything that goes into our four hundred one k. We probably have another three thousand plus dollars left over every month.
0: Wow! What are you doing with that money?
1: Right now, I just be we were income limited last year. I got a couple bonuses that I wasn't anticipating, so we couldn't put anything
0: into our Roth IRA. So I've just been socking it into a brokerage account. How much in the brokerage account now?
1: Uh, right now, between both of us, one hundred sixty three thousand.
0: Wow, that's awesome. What about um, a- an account for your son? Do you have a five twenty nine account? Or are you doing any saving for him?
1: We do. We just opened it uh, probably five months ago.
0: There's three thousand dollars in there right now. Okay, and he's a genius. Obviously, six years old. I mean, I certainly hope so. Yeah, exactly. How much money have you guys saved in your retirement accounts?
1: So, in our traditional IRAs, which are just old four hundred one ks that we rolled over from old jobs, we have one hundred sixty nine thousand. Mm-hmm. I have an old four hundred one k. I haven't rolled over yet. That's fifty five thousand. And in our current four hundred one ks, we have a total of one hundred nineteen thousand.
0: And are the current 401ks, that 119000 are those pre-tax?
1: Those ones are pre-tax. My wife's work does not offer a Roth option. My company just started offering one like a year ago.
0: Okay, I got it. How about just plain old cash on hand in the bank, kind of?
1: We have 96000 in cash and 20000 in a couple of short-term CDs that mature in February at uh, 5%.
0: Oh, great. That's awesome. Do you guys have a home that you own?
1: We do. It's uh, probably worth about $300,000. we have got a mortgage outstanding 150000 at
0: 3.75%. Any chance that you're going to move or you stay and put? What, what's the situation with that? I think we'll be staying put. Life insurance for you guys?
1: Yes. We both have... Policies of about 900,000. And then I think my wife gets another 50,000 for free from work, and I get another 100,000 free from work.
0: Okay. And do you have your estate documents done?
1: We don't. And I was actually hoping you could help me with this, Angel. If you could, my wife's going to listen to this. So if you could just tell her that it's my fault, but we both need to get our butts in gear, that uh, that might help out.
0: I'm going to save that to the
1: end for her. Don't <laughs> you worry.
0: Um, appreciate le- it. So let me ask you about- oh, one other thing yes. I, uh, I forgot yes. to mention.
1: We do have uh, Roth IRAs as well, totaling 261000
0: Oh, yeah. I almost had a $261,000 rounding error. I love when a CPA does that. <laughs> so in your estimation- I presume it's not going to be, I mean, I presume that you're working in a place where it's not like, oh, I really want to work less. They're going to be like, too bad. So we're talking about a new job, right?
1: Yeah, because I mean, the pressure doesn't come from them. It's just me. I know stuff needs to get done. That's yeah. why I'm to do
0: it. Okay. So if you were to get another job, are we talking, when you said you would make less money, are we talking something more like your wife where you'd go from, you know, making 135 or 150 and you'd go to make more like 100? What do you think?
1: I think probably I'd be around like the one ten to one thirty, and that would be all in. Probably closer to like the one
0: ten, one twenty range. I'm going to just write down one ten. Presumably, you could feel you guys would live just fine on that. On one ten and one o five, I think it it sounds like. I mean, you've got that extra cash flow that's coming that that is at the end of the day being invested. Um, what's the downside of doing this besides just oh, I won't be able to put away? you know, maybe instead of, you said $3,000 a month extra. So maybe you'd have, um, I don't know, 1500 or $2,000. let us even say 1500 So it would be half that. Would that be so bad? Or, you know, how do you feel about it?
1: I guess not. I mean, I, I don't really use money for much of anything, not because I'm sacrificing. I'm just, a, I'm one of those accounts who fits the stereotype. I'm kind of a boring person. So it's more just making sure that I'm Still on track to be able to retire. I don't really have plans to retire super early, but I think it'd be nice if by the time we're 60, we could dial it back and maybe work part-time or just take a 40-hour-a-week job that's much less stressful than anything that we're currently doing, just having that, that option out there.
0: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. First of all, I want to say that it's nice to hear from somebody who's like, it's not anyone's fault except like, this is just how I'm how I'm programmed. This is how I work. My only concern for someone like you is because I've had friends who've done the exact same thing. They're like maniacs and they're like, I'm going to work in the nonprofit sector. It's going to be lower stress. And they're still working as many hours. So are you sure that you wouldn't just take a different job and just work equally as hard?
1: I think knowing from I had a previous job where i where I actually wasn't having to put in any extra hours at all and i I was a little bored there honestly and now i've I've seen the other side of it and I think Jill, I'd be okay with a a little bit of boredom if I got to see my family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you were, maybe it was before you like, your kid was actually like a person. (laughs) And then you were like, okay, now I can have some fun. Um, So you, you talked about um, being phased out of the uh, Roth IRA limit, right? So I see that because, let's see, for this year, your upper limit is 228. At least you're pretty close, but you know, I, I guess it's, um, It's not, it's not to me anything like you don't have to do that. Whenever you get this new job, it would be kind of cool if one of you could be doing a Roth. I think that would be kind of a nice thing for you guys. I guess the other piece of this is that, you know, you've saved a ton of money. You're not asking to, you know, oh, I'm going to buy a new house and I want to spend 800,000, not 300,000 this is a no brainer. You can do this and you'll be able, you have a skill unless, I mean, I don't know, maybe um, AI is going to get rid of accountancy, but not probably at your level. You're already sort of past the early stages. So I think that you're in great shape. Let's kind of do some other tinkering here for a second. If we presume you go and make, you know, again, you go down at 110, right and now your guys are together are making you know uh 215 grand a year most of your income is taxed in the 22% bracket and so as a result this would make me think about a roth for you guys for sure okay like in terms of a roth 401k if you had that opportunity through your new job that's number 1 number 2 is with your excess cash flow You've got this nice amount of money in the brokerage account. I'd start shoveling it into the 529 plan. Are you using a state sponsored 529 plan where you get a tax deduction? I am, yes. Okay. So, instead of doing the brokerage account, which is great cuz like you have 163,000 in brokerage, 90 you have more than 100 grand in cash, so this is all good. I would start really pushing money into my 529 plan. I really would. I guess the only downside is you only have one kid, but you know you you certainly want to have. You've got it open, and we certainly want to get at least thirty five grand in there, right? Because we have, if we don't use it, if your son is a scholar athlete cellist who doesn't have to pay for college, we can at least put thirty five thousand dollars in the uh, in a Roth for him. But I, I think that makes a lot more sense. Otherwise, I think you guys are really capable of making this decision. I think that you should be able to probably, as you said, you know, maybe scale back a little bit. I guess it sort of depends on what happens between now and then. And I want to put this other thing out there just in general, because you have a real skill set. Maybe, just maybe, you know, someone like you could get a job where you're working in the public sector. Maybe you'll be able to get a job where you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, Someone like me, I could make uh, $90,000 working for a federal government position, a state government position, a municipality. That may be worth considering if you get a job where, you know, like you're engaged and you have a pension, and then you really have different opportunities that are ahead of you. So I wouldn't cut that out as a possibility at all. Or even working in, in a university or a higher ed situation where you might say like, oh, I may not make 110, maybe I'll make 85, but I get to send my kid to school for free or some, like, those are the kinds of things I think it's worth considering for you guys because you have saved so much money already and you don't have, like, huge spending habits so you can afford to do it. So maybe just, like, really open yourself up and see if there's a cool opportunity out there, okay?
1: Yeah, that's definitely, I'm, uh, both my parents have pensions. I'm, I'm a little bit jealous of them.
0: I know, right? Okay, are you ready for your guilt trip? So- I know that as a CPA, you probably understand the numbers here. I think it's more likely than not that you guys are going to die. Would you agree with that? I'd say so, yeah. (laughs) Unless we've figured out something really different in um, the, the laws of the universe. Okay. So here's the problem when you have no estate documents. Dying without those documents means that we don't really have the natural progression of where you want your child to go. So, you know, when you have a kid, it becomes even more important to have these documents that are created. So, you know, maybe you have siblings, maybe your wife has siblings, maybe one is more uh, inclined to be a good parent than the other. Maybe one would like blow through all your cash and be terrible with money, but great with your kids. So at least contemplating that and discussing it is the way that you can address any potential scary outcomes. Do I really think that something horrible is going to happen to you? No, but I sure would rather have these documents done, put up on the shelf, revisited every five years and never think about it again, than worry about the fact that, you know, if you guys are in a car together and something bad happens, whoever comes and fights the loudest for my kid gets the kid. It's worked out so far. Great. Can you just go get your estate documents, a will, a power of attorney, healthcare proxy. And in that will, or even like a side letter, a guardianship, a, a real active decision about who will raise your child. Is that what's preventing you from getting it now?
1: I think it was honestly just the the time that it would take to do it. And I, and I don't mind talking about this stuff. I think my wife enjoys it less than I do, but we both know that this is something we need to do because we want to make sure our son is well taken care of if anything. Were
0: happen, yeah. and, and so uh, do you have any friends who are lawyers who can help you out? My wife's aunt works for one of the biggest law firms around here, so I'm come sure on she knows to help. Auntie, she, she'll get you going. So let's call your wife, uh, let's call her Mike and Mary. Mary, come on. Got to get it together. Got to get this done. I'm not blowing smoke when I say to you, like, you've done a great job on everything, but this one thing? kind of is the bigger part of the things that need to get done. You've done a great job of saving. You live within your means. You know that. Now let's get this part done. And then you're done. Then you're like on autopilot. You have everything managed and you don't have to, you don't have to stress if anything is going on. Okay.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate the tough love, Jill. I'm trying.
0: I was being nice. That was my, that was my nice Jill. Any other questions for us?
1: Uh, I guess the only other question that I would have for you is I've been going back and forth with potentially getting a financial advisor, and I'm just wondering if it's something that we should consider. I'm always just leery of the fees. I know they could probably diversify a little better for me, maybe get slightly better returns, but that would have to be a guaranteed with the fees that I'm looking at one to one and a quarter percent additional.
0: Yeah. Make it worth it. How are you managing the rollover IRA, that $169,000? What do you do? Do you buy index funds or what? Currently, it's just sitting with
1: Vanguard in
0: a target retirement fund. I mean, first of all, I would pick a few different index funds, diversify it yourself, and go on autopilot. You know, try to rebalance once or twice a year, and that's it. Same with a brokerage account. The brokerage account just rebalance once a year. Don't use a target date fund for the brokerage account because, as you know, it creates more tax liability than just buying the straight-up index funds. Absolutely. I would have so, had a nasty surprise a couple of years ago if I yeah. had it. Well, isn't, that, isn't that shocking? You're like, oh my God, how did that come there? So that's, I don't think you necessarily need a financial advisor. I was saying this to a friend of mine who was saying, she says, oh, well, you know, so, so it costs uh, 1% a year and they do the financial planning for free. I'm like, actually- It should be like the investing is free and the financial planning is what you're paying for. Usually. I don't think you need financial planning right now, unless you're going to do something. If you called me and said, well, you know, what I really want to do is shut down, not work, start my own business and build that up. And that maybe you'd want to, you'd want to create some different scenarios as to how you might manage the next phase of your life. Sure. Sure. Then a financial planner does make sense. But I don't know, for your stuff, seems like you're in great shape. You've done a good job. No reason to rock the boat. So I'd, I would just do it yourself. If, as long as you don't mind doing it, then great. Keep doing it, okay? That makes sense to me, Jill. All right, if you are like Mike and his wife and you really feel like you've gotten your work-life balance way out of balance, like you are working too much and you want to think about doing something slightly different. Mike is not blowing up his financial life. He's saying, we've done all this hard work. I'm working my butt off. And I'd like to actually see my family. Completely reasonable. And if he'd had a million um, obligations or he had a lot of debt outstanding, maybe he couldn't do this. But if you want to test that assumption with us, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and you can complete the form check the box that say you want to come on the air. So once you do that, we will be very delighted to actually bring you on the air, walk through what your options are. That's kind of what we're trying to do. We're just saying, okay, let's look, plan A, plan B, plan C, let's see what's available. Okay. All right. So get there, do that, buy the book, The Great Money Reset, subscribe to the Jill on Money Live webinars, and uh, check out all the free content that lives on our website and including our free weekly newsletter comes out every single friday all right that is it for the program mark talercio is the co-host and the executive producer of the show karen Cranick is our web queen we are distributed by paramount global we drop our episodes every tuesday and thursday do something nice for someone else today change your work change your wealth change your life thank you for listening we'll talk to you next week